Who needs an MMO dysfunction treatment that can work for 36 hours? Gamers who don't want to put their rating on a schedule. Gamers who like to let it happen. 36-hour Channel Massive is for gamers who like to choose the quests that are right for them. Because Channel Massive is the only MMOD treatment proven to both go to work fast and work up to 36 hours. Channel Massive is only for geeks cool enough for gaming. Do not take Channel Massive if you play Vanguard or other lame MMOs, as this will cause an unsafe drop in your gaming enjoyment. Don't play World of Warcraft in excess with Channel Massive. Side effects may include headache, upset stomach, hand cramps, or muscle ache. Erections lasting longer than four hours are rare for gamers and require immediate medical help. Discuss your guild status with your developer and ask if Channel Massive is right for you. Then ask your real-life girlfriend what she has in mind. 36-hour Channel Massive. When the moment is right, will you be ready? Today, I'm today we'll be discussing so many fun things, such as macrame, 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 and cheesing, cheesing, and why Noah is not here, and why Noah and isn't here. And our favorite heavy metal, the magazine um, issues and characters, as always, and songs by ex Eagles guitar players. Yes, Excellent. as always, I am Jason. I am accompanied today by Jim and Mark, but Hello. not but not Noah. Noah. Hello, Mark. How are you today? I am doing very well. That is today. so cool. Yes, so glad to hear it. Thank Jim, you. how are you doing today? I'm a little pissy. Wow. <laughs> why don't you share with us why you're why you're feeling so so angered? I don't. Today? I don't want to drudge those feelings up right now, Jason. Okay. I'm trying not to think about them. How are you, sir? I'm I'm fine. Thank you for asking. I'm glad. This is you know we keep getting email after email about how professional this podcast is. I I agree, and I I think that uh, the the journalistic integrity of this podcast is very very important. Thankfully, we got rid of that Noah guy with his constant laughter at the beginning of the podcast. Exactly. exactly. Now, honestly, I think he was bringing upbeat and. Unprofessional, if you ask Yeah, I was making the show so a little bit too immature for our taste. So, yes. so this week... This is more serious. Yeah, this massive. week will be a little more serious. Uh, we will, of course, start out with a little listener email. For um, our little listeners. Yes, for our, for our little listeners. Um, we'll also discuss what we've been playing you this week. You fucked up, Jim! You, you you said M-A-L-E, and we were going to be serious, and now it's not serious anymore. Oh, I was reading the show notes. Well, it's My bad. A, it's all a charade. It's been revealed. Somebody oh. laugh insanely, and we'll be ready to rock. <laughs> oh, thank you, Noah. Or virtual Noah. I'm Noah's still, not I'm here. I'm still going to be serious. <laughs> oh, okay. Back to serious. Oh, sorry. Sorry about anyway, that. Anyway, following our email segment, we will discuss what we've been playing and we'll have Jim's excuse for not playing I will, video games. I will give another ravenous review of, of Horcraft or Horlore. This this week's episode, The Awakening, a a tragic tale of of a of a demon summoned, blowjobs <laughs> given, and carnage had by all. Following that review, we will go over the weekend gaming, which is chock full of. Wonderful, exciting gaming news from around the MMO industry. And with that, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Noah. I mean, Jason. Jason. Jason will be drinking beer as we go, and hopefully the pace and humor of this podcast will change. We'll slow down, because we're at a crazy pace as it is. 
Gazinza Dills Nubis's Bill McNeil saying, get with the crisappy taste of Rocket Fuel malt liquor. Rocket Fuel's got the upstate prison flavor that keeps you ugly all night long. So when you want to get sick, remember, nothing makes your feet stank like Rocket Fuel malt liquor. Damn, it's crisappy. Now it's time for some listener email. Uh, now we've got, oh, it seems like we've got a battle coming on. We've got a battle coming on. Derek has has responded to my, my raking, over the, raking over the coals. and Unfortunately, Derek doesn't have a mass communications outlet. <laughs> he has us. He doesn't no, have, he doesn't. He doesn't have a microphone. It's no, like he doesn't have an audience. No, we have the mics here, Pally. So here we go. Here we go. I'll, I'll read Derek's email right now. It's it's Derek's corner, everyone. Boys and girls. So this starts out. I've already posted a response to the raking over the coals you guys gave me in last week's crap bag, but I'm going to throw in a part due to it. First off, it's your show, and I accept the fact that there will be an email that will get out and be met with the rage and fury that is the M-Team. That's damn right! Hell, I would be pissed off, too, if I had to go through the hell that is Vanguard. Uh Uh-huh. But first, while you were throwing me under the bus, you could have also stated opinions on each item. Mark and Jason... I think I got the names right. You did to an extent, but then it was right back to the audio flogging of me. It could have made for a more worthwhile roundtable if you all gave ideas or the agree-disagree deal while you were lambasting me. Ate it. P.S. I still want to see somebody defend the mouse pad. So we'll, let, let's talk about this part of the email first. First off, Mark wasn't even, Mark wasn't here. even here during that segment. Of he course, was, if you had been listening, Derek, you would have known that. Well, I did come in at the very end when I said that I thought you were mad at him because he was you. But right, that, that was the very end. I missed most of it. Yeah, it was very. It was the very tail end of, of my of my flogging. I, of course, Derek, I was the only one who flogged you and beat you down. Everybody I, else kind of kind of stuck up for you, but. Hey, I since you want to go there, I think the entire M team <laughs> wants to send a big old, you know, kiss our butt. All for no. one or for all, man. No, no, no we're no, just no. kidding, Derek. We, we, Derek. we, we do these love keep, you. These keep coming. But but as far as your, your question about the mouse pad, I don't understand your obsession with the whole mouse pad. I know. What is your the, deal with mouse uh, the pad? The Warhammer Collector's Edition. I mean, I mean, it's a mouse pad, dude. Yeah. Who but, cares? But, you know. There's a there's a long history of mouse pads. Jim Jim, could you enlighten <laughs> me on on the on the history of mouse pads? Jason, originally mouse pads were available in simple rectangular shapes, but in recent years they've been made available in many shapes and designs. Ergonomic designs are available with built-in wrist rests made of silicone gel, foamed and bedded, beaded materials. And now there are a fairly large variety of high-quality gaming grade mouse pads. Awesome. Now, with crappy slogans hmm, like seems like if you were playing a game like I don't know Warhammer Online, Age of Conan, something where you could use a mouse pad like a gaming grade mouse pad. I don't I don't know that it's a gaming grade well, it might be. mouse pad. It's probably just going to be a cheap flimsy piece of garbage that has like the Warhammer logo on it or something. I don't know. Oh. Honestly, I don't really care. You know, I don't think the history of the mouse pad went back far enough. I'm pretty sure that during the Middle Ages, they used mouse pads that were made out of hay and some kind of dung <laughs> um, substance. And then eventually they they evolved to a better textile with, a you know, some kind of a weave with actual fabrics. Then during the during the dark times, they, they had to use human skins for the mouse pads. And then, you know, eventually with the age of industrialism, they finally switched over to things like rubber. Um, but, you know, I think there's more to the story than what Wikipedia is actually representing. Yeah, because they just have it going back to 1968 when, even... when Douglas Engelbart uh, publicly debuted the mouse and then a year later invented the mouse pad. Ooh, no, that man, wasn't the, how, uh, how's that for some gaming history? Was that, no, was there some kind of controversy where, say, oh, a company named Xerox developed the mouse pad, but then the, the Macintosh guys tried to steal it or... 
Anything like that? Oh my god! Okay, now you guys are geeking out too hard on me. Uh, Let's just stop this before it gets too out of the hand. Truth, people need to know. <laughs> Maybe a mouse pad with that slogan would be of use. Uh, Derek, we will need your address so we can send you the new channel, Massive Mouse Pad. Yeah, we think you'll really enjoy it. Actually, I think instead of a uh, channel massive mouse pad, maybe we'll send him a channel massive maxi pad. <laughs> so please uh, do send your address, Derek, and uh, <laughs> we'll get and that we'll right get out the, to you. Yeah. Anyway, Derek, I'd pad. like to direct you to one of those latest blogs from Random Battle, because um, it sounds like uh, that guy doesn't like the Age of Conan collector's edition either kind of goes off on it a little bit and it's a, it, he's he, he found a basically he's a kindred spirit somebody in his corner yeah somebody so who, will, say, so who will stick up for you in this uh, in this sense never ending war on mouse anyway uh, Derek continues on uh, betas revisited as more and more people play MMOs the thought of being invited into a beta excites many people a free game should developers possibly try to capitalize on the impatience of players and after the initial set of closed beta invites are out, make available the make available the beta to the general public, but only if they pay a one-time fee of a ridiculous amount. And this could be scaled down as the beta nears completion. $80 if the game is a year or more out from release, $40 for six months or less, and $15 for less than a month. This fee would not go towards anything in regards to retail, collector's editions, subscriptions, etc. The player would be made well aware of beforehand that they will be paying to play a game that is unstable, will be subject to long periods of downtime, etc. Granted, there are what-ifs, uh, quote, what if the game is pushed back, etc. I hope you all understand the point of this and refrain from debating about the what-ifs. Now, what about what the what-ifs? What do you guys think about the what-ifs? <laughs> I'm going to go with yeah. the Lincoln Douglas I'm debate I'm really style. concerned Isn't about what he's talking about with the what-ifs. Oh, yeah, the what-ifs. That's like, is it Marvel what-ifs? Like, well, where, like, what here's if, the like, deal, uh, Derek. The deal is... Iron that Man was back in the Middle Ages. The, the oh, deal is, is that we already pay, pay to play beta in most of these MMOs. Sadly. Sadly enough. I mean, that's just how it is. I mean, we've paid to play beta, and yeah, I played to I paid a subscription fee for the Asheron's Call Two beta. For <laughs> yeah, months. forever. Yeah, forever. Yeah. It seemed like there for a while. You yeah. know, it was like, and and most everybody could argue that they they played to play beta for EverQuest Two for years. Or the Vanguard beta that you <laughs> the Vanguard beta that I just got back from. <clears throat> I guess it's where you draw the line on beta and production and quality. Uh, no, people aren't going to necessarily play to pay. You know, pay, to play. Play, pay to play a beta. Blah, People blah. would though. I think. I think they would. You know, well, not eighty dollars. I no, don't think they're going to be forking out eighty bucks just to just for the elite status. You know, I think some people. Yeah, would. some people will. I, I'm sure they probably would, but you know what? I don't think companies want to go there because that's just going to give their reputation a big old hit. Well, Warhammer's got this deal now where with the comic book, if there's, I'm not sure of all the details, but if you buy comic books there's a mathematical probability you can calculate for how many you'll have to buy before you'll most likely get a beta code so in a way you're, you can pay to it's play it's like for fucking Willy Wonka then what? yeah it's like the golden nice. ticket oh at last the doors of mythic <clears throat> gates of mythic will open and I'll go in there and oh <laughs> yeah, I, just, like, I, I think this is just lame I think these companies are losing sight of why there are betas you know like as a software developer you should be Yes. Testing your software. That's the thing, you know, if you're a beta and it shouldn't be a beta player, you should be a beta tester. But I'm a bad I'm bad for that. I'm a beta player, you yeah. know. I, I don't do anything. Yeah, we like had this discussion before, yes. but um Yeah, I think it's kinda sad. And I mean what what kind of quality tester are you gonna get making them pay yeah. more money? Yeah. There would be all their goodwill gone, right? Yeah, it's yeah, really all you're going to get is bitching on the forums. <laughs> How come this game doesn't work, man? I'm paying $80 to oh, yeah. to play your beta. Yeah, it seems like those people should be re- rewarded in, in some sort to me. Yeah, For free-to-play games, people get on the forums and tear it up, too. Like, this game is crap. I don't know if I can keep not paying a subscription and playing this. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I guess it's, I don't know. There are many sides to this coin. More than this die. Twenty. Oh, <laughs> anyway, let's skip on to the uh, another contender in the in the in the email corner 
In in the red yeah, corner. Yeah, in, in the red corner is We're Derek, in and in, 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 the, in the blue corner... We're 197 pounds. <laughs> in the blue corner is, is Scott again. Scott, who actually only chose to email Mark this time around for it some was, reason, and was, not was, the entire Channel Massive crew. I comment, and I thought, for some reason, that it went to mail... Oh yes, but our spies intercepted that. <laughs> we know how our spies work. I'm on a beach Here's riding Scott. a horse. Anyway, Scott had this to say. He said, "Nice. So if it is to be a no no holds barred PVP epic event between dueling corners, I want the cotton hand wraps soaked in resin and smashed into the broken glass shards. In the I'm theme Scott. of going head to head, I will respond to my opponent's email." On collector's editions. Well, I ran it all on collector's editions. Most of these cater to the hardcore of the hardcore. 128-page graphic novel, $10 or so retail, a Games Workshop miniature, $6.99. The art concepts book, $10 to $20 if the other Game Work Group books are a legitimate gauge. So by my math, just the fluff extras are close to $30 in retail. Then you get the... E- the, the game rest camp that I expect works as a movable buff zone to restore your levels, a very useful item in my opinion, a dozen additional head models, and a dozen additional quests that isn't too bad either. And now with the delay, the guaranteed open beta access may grant the player three months additional gameplay. The mouse pad is blah, but only for EU orders anyway. But you also get another in-game buff item, depending on whether it was bought online or at a brick-and-mortar store. I'm in agreement with Jason. I've never understood pre-order crowds' idea that they should get all this exclusive crap just because the game is bought prior to launch. Vindicated, Jason. Woo! Whatever. (laughs) 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 Nobody's kissing my ass. Now now that that's being said, Age of Conan's giving you a leather map, the drinking cape, an XP ring along with the soundtrack, which hopefully will be as good as the old movie soundtracks and the art oh, book. Yeah. The only weak link is the bonus DVD and what it will contain. And the pure sweetness that is the War Mammoth or the Rhino special mounts along with their extra storage options. Totally Pune's War's offering. Pwned. Now on to a real rant. The damn fluff event updates that totally blow. Enough with that April Fool's crap. The Christmas trees that pop up every December. The spooky sky or dancing ghosts on Halloween. We want some real damn events in-game. Script a fucking enemy army assaulting a city somewhere with a mini-quest arc to help defeat them or have a river dam up causing some areas to wither and die or cause some static NPC village to get burned out or something that adds to the immersion of a game as opposed to giving every player access to ride some crappy ass Mario Kart game favored for their game world. If developers can add crap masks and cutesy pets and clothing items for this shit they throw up on the servers then they can spend time making new skins for the real pets and add new real consumable items that are of actual use. Give us some fucking real events and enough of this holiday crap updates. Amen, brother. And you know what? What, Scott? I'm right there with you, brother. I I have, like, totally said this from day one. I hate holiday events. Loathe them. I mean, they're utter complete garbage. I mean, I really think developers can spend their time better, you know, developing real content as opposed to wasting their time on holiday events. I've seen, like, I've seen, like, rants on on Massively.com mm-hmm. where they go off on, on like I guess Tabla Rasa didn't have anything going on at all for Easter and they were like so disappointed they were like how come nobody they come they didn't have like some major Easter holiday event and then like, people uh, were people were all ragging on World of Warcrafts too because all World of Warcraft has ever had is like oh yeah the pagans should like real Easter egg Easter, hunts yeah. you know where, where mm-hmm. like occasionally you might find an Easter egg underneath a tree and the, it only contains like a you know, like a piece of food that acts as a buff and maybe a little coin, which is really all you get anyway in real life if you find an Easter egg, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, I don't know. I mean, I just, I, I, I totally agree with you there, man. I, I hate the whole holiday event crap, and I just wish they would, you know, focus their attention on some real player events. You guys any, got anything to add on, add on to that? Are you Scott, Jason? <laughs> yeah, I am Scott. Scott and I are of one. <laughs> we're of the hive mind on this topic. Are you, are you, would you say you're in Scott's corner? 
I am in Scott's corner on this one. Mm. <laughs> well, that's an interesting. It's an interesting mental image. I think. I think of the game warlords when I think of these two guys with their two corners. Ah, uh, yes. And uh, a titan versus a titan. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Thank you guys for writing in. Um, so, uh, Scott, for you, since we don't, we only have the one mouse pad to give away. We'll need uh, your address so we can send you the Channel Massive Holiday Event that we've been working on. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for writing. For those of you who just are joining us, this is our final show, and Ed is drunk. <laughs> you are correct, sir. Yes! And now it's time to discuss what we've been playing. Jim, what have you been playing this week? Nothing. Next. <laughs> Again? <laughs> Your failure is complete. God, dude. I've been busy. I threw the best fucking party you've ever been to. Hey, man, that was a pretty raging party. All right, then. I have to... What to... party? I don't remember. <laughs> hey, yeah, of course you got. I don't remember the party either, to tell you the truth, man. It was... I remember, like, the fuzzy memory I have is Noah pounding shots. Dude, you drink. know what? He was pounding shots. That was scary, man. And, you know, Noah doesn't tend to drink like, all that often, man. But, man, he was... He was pounding him down. drunk and wanting me wanting to throw him off the balcony before they told me it was 11 stories up. And <laughs> Noah pounding shots. And then I thought, wow, maybe I didn't remember it right. But apparently I did from what everyone tells me. So. Well, well, we'll accept your excuse this week. All right, thanks. Yeah. Because that was a raging party. How about you, Mark? Which, what's been going on in your gaming life? Um, wow, as usual, um, nothing else. Um... We did a uh, week week two of the Channel Massive. Uh, everybody get on the the guild for WoW. That was pretty fun. Um, Jason was trying to get to us. Went all the way across yeah. the world. I went all the way across, across the world. That we had gone all the way across the world. That you were too. planning on coming back where I was. So yeah. That and was... by the time I don't know, I was just by the time everything seemed to get figured out, I was like, man, I, I don't know. Plus, I was just really tired that night, so I decided to kind of. Yeah, bail um, on the whole thing. We kind of, you know, we kind of finished up in the Ghostlands with our little blood elves. So you got done with all the quests in the Ghostlands. Yeah, finally. we're officially out of the Ghostlands. And um, Noah, I had to go. I I got really tired. Like at about midnight, I was like, I am so tired. I got to go. Turned into a pumpkin. Yeah. So I said, you guys can keep going if you want. I'll catch up. Just let me know. So I guess Noah kept going and. Somebody had forgotten to kill a boss back in the Ghostlands for this quest they needed. And so him and two other guys, Donovan and, and this trapper guy, they went to go and do that. But Noah didn't really know how to get back, I guess. And so it took him forever. And he finally got there, and then he kept getting killed in the Ghostlands. And so the last thing that I heard happened was, and I, Donovan's got a screenshot, but he hasn't got it to me yet, was was Noah saying, fuck this night and fuck this game, and logged off while, while all they saw was his character face planted in the... Uh, really? In the... In the, in the uh, awesome. Well, we hope to have that area, screenshot so. for yeah, everybody. Yeah, I can't wait we to can get in and put it up there. Post that up on the, yeah, post on the so blog. Was, uh, on the blog site So I think his, his <laughs> night ended. I, he probably should have quit when I did, because I felt like I quit when I was ahead, but he, he didn't have I think we should time. probably shoot for another instance, you know, next week. Maybe yeah, do Shadowfang Keep or... Shadowfang King, Black Fathom Deeps, or something like that. And then um, Shadowfang Keep, I love that. I know, I know that instance like the back of my hand. I've done, I've soloed that instance, yeah, like so many times just for farming purposes. <laughs> yeah, it's a great run. You yeah, know, up until Scarlet Monastery, I think it's my favorite. Yeah, I really, I really dig that, that but, instance uh, a lot. I think we should do that. And then Donovan's talking about we should have like. A guild night and like a content night, so two nights a week where we try to get together. Oh, no, jeez, I it doubt that's going to happen. Just, just figure something trying out. to get everybody together, but yeah, well, we're trying to figure out a good night for it. So far, he keeps coming up with Thursday though, which is a obvious problem since that's when. Yeah, exactly. But you know, anyway, doing working on the guild, just doing that, you know, playing, hanging out with Kanker. Uh, <laughs> you know, good good old Kanker, man. Yep, <laughs> he's always good for drunken rants and. and in-game chat. Man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... I wanted to review that post he did. Like, you know, we were too drunk to even post, but that Friday night when he, um, when he heard, I guess he'd heard the podcast and 
if you look at the log, there's like 11 comments or something like that, and they start at like 2.13 a.m. Well, I think I made a comment to the effect to like that there was like a problem initially with, with the... With the way the podcast was sounding using the web player. Oh, yeah, but it's hilarious. And then, like, Kanker, like, chimes in. There's, like, three or four posts all in a row from oh, Kanker. It's awesome. But I think my favorite was, uh, I can't quote it verbatim, but it was something to the effect of, I shouldn't listen to this podcast while listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the best. <laughs> you could almost, like, feel that, like, right after that, his head hit the keyboard and was buried in drool. Yeah. Okay, well, Kanker's a good old alcoholic, you know, like me, so well, I, I appreciate his rants. So, Jason, what have you? What are you drinking, and what have you been playing? You know what I'm drinking? I'm drinking Landshark Lager. Mm-hmm. I think this is via the Margaritaville Brewing Company, which is probably owned by uh, Jimmy Buffett. And it tastes exactly like Corona. I mean, they they basically just took Corona and put it in a different bottle. That's all they did. It's well, pretty cheesy. The, uh, it's, it's pretty lame. Not the flavor. Not the fever for the flavor. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I had seriously. two glasses of Stranahan's Colorado whiskey before I came over. Right on. Glasses Excellent. or glasses of water in Stranahan's? No glass. Uh, you know. Oh, shots. Sh- nice short, little snorts. Snor- little, couple, nah, a couple ounces each. Four ounces of, of whiskey. Awesome. The 110 proof kind that you can't get in the stores. Oh. And I, of course, am drinking Jack and Coke. Or am I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't cut that strand of hands with coke, my friend. Interesting story. Uh, it's, it's not really part of the weekend gaming, but it was part it's of the weekend, weekend gym's massive. party. And it's one of the other few fuzzy memories that I remember, and it kind of <laughs> explains why the memories were so fuzzy. But Jim has this terrible fear... It's a phobia, a full-blown phobia. Well, I it's think not just point. my fear. It, many people have a fear <laughs> that I will... I will commit the ultimate atrocity of mixing the Stranahan's um, whiskey that we keep talking about with Coke, because I'm a known uh, connoisseur of Jack and Coke. I think so it's a he, legitimate fear because basi- you shouldn't be cutting that shit. He basically with, with Coke, warned man. his bartender at his party. He described me perfectly. Warned him, don't let him order a Stranahan's <laughs> and Coke. I did the same thing. That's why he probably cracked and up so- at it because I told him the same thing. So I, I was like, up. under no circumstances are you to let anybody drink this with Coke. Right. I think he probably felt a little paranoid after. No, he didn't because he he was actually he had uh, quite a lot of experience with Stranahan's and is uh, was a fan of it as well. So he said, I would never let that happen. So I innocently walked up to the bar to order my Jack and Coke. And before I even could get my mouth open, he said, you're not getting any Stranahan <laughs> unless you drink it straight. Right on. I've been warned. And I said, oh, well, in that case, could I have the Jack and Coke I had wanted to order all along? And he said, sure. So I had one, and we got to talking. I said, so you've been warned. And he said, oh, yeah, uh-huh, I know all about you. And then he said, come here. He goes, you want to you wanna scare your brother-in-law? And I said, sure. And he goes, my brother-in-law being Jim, he said, what I'll do is I'll, I've got this empty bottle of Stranahan's. I'll pour <laughs> some Jack in there. When you go to order your next one, we'll get somebody to go get Jim like we're busting you. And, and you'll it'll look like you're that I've just mixed you a Stranahan's and Coke, right? So I thought, well, that's great. That's exactly something I would have thought of. So I'm loving the bartender <laughs> at this point. So we pulled this off. Perfectly, with the exception of two things. One was the person who went to get Jim never made it, so he never knew anything about it. And the other thing was he accidentally grabbed the wrong bottle and did make me a Stranahan's and Coke. He did not. Yeah, he did. Because no. I, oh yeah, it was totally different than a Jack and Coke. And I was like, oh my god, I think this is a Stranahan's and Coke. And, and the thing and is, a, is that Mark, Mark like loved it. And B is delicious. I <laughs> 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 uh, couldn't live without it. Anyway, anymore. we don't know whose story to really believe at this point. Yeah. It's all kind of a haze. It's all a drunken haze yeah. right now. Anyway, what I've been playing. Yes, I've been playing topic, World of sorry. Warcraft. Um, I got my rogue up to level, level 24. And I'm just kind of... I'm, I'm, I'm doing the auction house thing big time. Miri rolling in the economy. Yeah, I'm I'm playing the you know buy low sell high game. Oh, that's way better right than the buy high sell low game. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, and I've made up to like 375 oh, gold wow. so far just doing that. Sweet. You know, uh, you know that's including you know stuff that I've you know farmed to you know on a case. I mean, I don't farm 
Now, as a major stockholder in Jason Co., when can I expect my first batch of dividends? <laughs> you, you won't, because all the all the gold that I've given you, the, these what? are like future earnings, Not man. On this server, this is different. <laughs> <laughs> if you log back into Warsong, I'll happily yeah, yeah, repay exactly. you. Yeah, exactly. I have tons of gold on there. Yeah, if, if there was a simple way to transfer that gold, that that would be nice. Yeah, but. we need a mule with some kind of condom in their mouth or something to pull it off. So I've been doing that. I got my copy of Guitar Hero 3 back, mm. so I've been uh, playing around with that a little bit. The sound quality, I've noticed, is a little bit better. Um, I do think that they, they were kind of inconsistent when they remastered it, because I think some songs just, you know, don't sound quite right to me for some reason. I'm not sure... Really? I'm not sure what the deal is, but I, I, I don't know. I, I just don't think that they were really... I don't think they did a good job with it, to be perfectly honest with you. But the game, I mean, the game's playable, you know, it's still, I mean, you still, I mean, you have to, like, listen really hard to understand, I think, what what I'm trying to get at. It's just, there's some really weird inconsistencies sound-wise, I think, with with what they did there. Uh, Anyway, uh, that's what I've been doing. So I think overall, except for Jim... But like I said, we're going to give Jim a, a free pass this week since he threw such a raging, yes, he raging did. party. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Well, like I said, I'm I'm bringing I'm bringing our listeners a weekly review of of the of the wonderful porno series known as Horlore. Oh no! This episode uh, is episode three, called "The Awakening." It stars <laughs> Mia Rose, Ava Rose, Taylor Rain, Jessica James, James. Last name is spelled J A Y M E S. Of course, that's only wow. that's like a total porno. That sounds like last it might name. be a stage name. And Nick Manning. <laughs> Nick Manning. Now is he a crossover from the gay porn? <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, the adventure continues with the elven priest Tiana and her half sister Remus, who I think Remus Tiana is the elven priest, and Remus is I think an aspiring warlock. I don't know. Uh, Remus is sent on a quest to awaken a demon Wait, of the night. So are, are we going to find out what levels these... Uh... Uh, you know what? I have no idea what levels. I mean, that, actually, I think they have to be close in their 30s mm-hmm. because the summoning ritual involves summoning a succubus. Oh, okay. So they could be like right. 20. Well, they're 20 then, right? No, no. It's, isn't it 30 where you get... No, 30 is the fell Hunter. Yeah, You're right. Yeah. 20, 20. 20. So I'd, I'd say 20s. 20, at, at least the Warlock noobs. is in her 20s. Noob. The priest, I think the priest is higher level because mm. she ca- talks about raiding a lot. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, so she goes, oh, but I can't help you out because I have to go out and raid oh, later. Oh, yeah, she's totally a 70. Yeah, so her, her half-sister Remus has to be a lower-level Warlock, I, mm. I think. I see. Uh, Excellent. Anyway, so uh, apparently the quest to... to Summon the succubus involves getting some troll sweat, oh. and the, the troll is this female. Well, everybody knows where you get that. <laughs> uh huh. Well, Amanda. anyway, oh. the, the, this is the, the total lame part. I'm sorry. Okay, the 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 ears on the on the on the chicks for the for the elves on the nelfs. Yeah, the on the nelfs. Okay, I could see that, you know, might it might appeal to to some guys, you know. It's like, yeah, it's kind of sexy, you know, you know. If you're a furry. Yeah, if you're a furry. <laughs> but Sorry, Jim. when they when they dress this chick up. up as a troll, you know, and they oh, paint her they no they knows. paint her green, you mm-hmm. know, the whole shot. 
except for and she's got like the <laughs> the tusks coming out from the bottom of her chin oh excellent you know and, and it's just, and it's just no i'm sorry but it totally doesn't work it just does not work for me and i don't think it probably worked for most guys it's out there like at all and plus the hilarious thing too is is that this troll talks just like the trolls in in world of warcraft do so she's, oh, she's always Jamaican? like why don't you smoke with me man you know she's like <laughs> yeah man you know they they do they have the whole jamaican flavor going on there with, oh, with the boy. with the troll accent no is she although she's obviously not she's not even like jamaican obviously they've just painted this this white chick in in green how do you know she's white Oh, you could you could tell, <laughs> you could tell. No rhythm. <laughs> well, anyway, so like uh, uh... the 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 half sister, you know, begs her, you know, she begs her priest, you know, half sister to help her get this troll sweat, and so she goes to the troll and she asks her for some troll sweat, and she's like, no, you know, I don't have time for this or whatever. Vale? I don't know where the hell That's they were where you at. Get troll sweat. <laughs> anyway. Well, it must have been there. Yeah, it must have been there, yeah. I guess. It's it a good point. Pirates? Was yeah, there any pirate booty? Not really. Okay. Not really. Anyway, pirate so... Booty was the last one. Yeah. She basically told the priest, you know, no, I'm not going to help you. I don't have time for this. So what the priest ha- the priest does is she she puts down, like, this aphrodisiac stuff, like, on the ground close by to the troll, to the female troll, and... What the female troll does, she like sniffs the you know the aphrodisiac, and she gets all horny and stuff, and she starts masturbating, like hardcore masturbating. I mean, we're talking like like half the porno is like just this troll masturbating. It was so have, bad. Does she have the gigantic toes. No, hmm. not really. Anyway, it was just so just it was just so stupid. But that's how she ended up getting the troll Mark sweat has for a her sister because. You know, sure enough, she masturbated oh, enough to mm. where she produced quote perspiration troll, troll sweat. Yeah, it was just it was nasty. Anyway, so, they they so, are they they get the she gets the troll sweat, summons the succubus, um, and then this, orgy. Yeah, it's like and then this necromat, this other. Yes, I think it's like a higher level warlock comes along and you know he's all you know no you know you shouldn't be doing this here or whatever and you know he forces her to have sex, along with the succubus that they just summoned, you know, so it was like a three-way between him, the succubus, and her. Sounds really good. It, it sounds I, compelling. It just, yes. Yeah, yeah. No say. So, so you know, how many Kleenexes? How many Kleenexes do I give this? This was such a god-awful, horrible, painful episode to watch. I give it like a <laughs> .5 Kleenex. It's like oh, a half, half a Kleenex, Kleenex, man. Wow. It's like one of the little uh, tissues that you bring along in the car. It was. Yeah. It was just horrible, pack. dude. It was uh, horrible. Well, thanks for uh, taking another I, I don't know that I'm going to want to watch any more of this. <laughs> Jason Broken. Oh, no. <laughs> it was <laughs> horrible. <laughs> well, uh, it was like you know, Vanguard horrible. Give it a try. And uh, if, if the next one looks like it's going to be that bad, Jason, you don't have to continue. I appreciate it, man. I, and I'm sure our listeners, though, want to know. <laughs> I don't know that they wanted to know. Well, about now, the now they'll know <laughs> that they don't not to know. download that episode. No, maybe no, no. Our public service is now complete. All right. Episode four is called Manhunt. By well, the way, that sounds pretty good. Looks Jason. like a lot of hot lesbian action. So that might be Must a little not bit have found better. Found a man unsuccessful in their hunt. Alright, and now it's time for the weekend That sounds so different without Noah's contribution. Yeah, I know. Wow. Uh, Which is... Icy silence? <laughs> yeah, the icy stare. <laughs> anyway, uh, we've got some interesting topics to talk about. Um, Not that interesting. Really. <laughs> yeah, they're, Thanks, they're real snoozers. Kill the users. Um... So this is actually from uh, Tobald's um, MMORPG blog. Uh, Tobald is a blogger, huge blogger. I mean, he blogs like, like seven I think feet. How, blogs how like much does no he weigh? Three forty, seven feet. Well, he's pretty he's big. He's the largest blogger ever found. He puts out like so many blogs during a day; it's ridiculous, you know. Anyway, uh, one that was really I thought interesting was called the solification of MMORPGs. Uh, he goes to start, you know, he talks about 
EverQuest and how it kind of forced players to group. And I think part of it was they didn't even know where the hell anything... Like, they had to communicate with each other because there were no websites or anything. Right, yeah, it really was before you had, like, all these websites out there like Alakazam or ThoughtBot or stuff like that where, you know, you can just get instant quest information on wherever you, you know, whatever you wanted. Um, You know, in that game, for the most part, you can only solo in the newbie zones, you know, till about level 10 or so. And then... You know, the mobs got harder. Yeah. You know, so hard to the point where you at least had to have some, you know, people in your group to... So Dual Boxing was born. Yeah, yeah, So Dual Boxing was born. (laughs) Um, And, you know, he goes on to say that, you know, every, you know, few generations of games came out and then more MMOs start coming out and they make it a little easier and easier to solo. Um, Because that's what the customer wants, you know, or so game companies, you know, claim, you know, people want more soloing in their games, which, you know, I admit myself, you know, I like to solo quite a bit. Um, Yeah. But, you know, I like to, you know, be in in a group every once in a while, you know, just depending on the situation. Yeah. You know, I don't mind, you know, having to find a group to finish a quest if I need to, if I, you know, if I feel... That I want to have somebody there or to with do me, some or, of those harder, or if quests. it's like harder, yeah, to, you know, like that tell you now they even tell you, I'm like, wow, like, you know, two, yeah, recommended players, G2 yeah, that kind Three. of thing. But those are even fewer and far between nowadays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. You know, anyway, you know, and even like PvP has become more solo oriented with the yeah. battlegrounds, oh, you yeah. know, because really you just need to queue yourself up for a battleground and. There you, go. you know, there you go. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of pre-mades, you know, out there. Sure. You know, and a lot of people look for those. But for the most part, if you just want to solo PvP, even in a battleground format, you can. Yeah, totally. You know, so, so these game companies are making it incredibly easy to just solo through the content, you know, not offering up much of a real challenge throughout most of the gameplay for the solo player, to be perfectly honest with you. I mean, I've noticed in World of Warcraft how they've totally pussified it mm-hmm. down in some instances. They mm-hmm. have. I was complaining about it the other night. I There were like at least two or three quests one night that I, I did that I, I succinctly recall succinctly distinctly recall succinctly yeah see that, like that's that. something to know. succinctly <laughs> see without knowing here I, I start can making you, up words can you rephrase that with less verbiage with the platitude <laughs> in the <laughs> succinctly the pussification of the, the of the <laughs> drink beer that will help okay now what were you All saying right, now after a swig of beer I'm back <laughs> anyway so I, I've noticed that some of these quests they used to have like elite Mobs mm-hmm. attached to them, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I remember this one." And I kept thinking, hmm, "I wonder if I could solo this by myself." Oh yeah, because you went back to our old hunting grounds, right? You were in like the undead zones, right? Well, I was kind of around there, but then I also I, there were some quests in Stone Talon. Oh okay, and yeah, actually there were like a couple. Oh, were you quests going after that Stone harpy Talons. that's nestled in amongst all the other damn harpies that used to? Not be that like, one, but that's oh. probably another one that they've totally yeah. changed. I imagine. Harpy's name something Simplex Ripper or, or something like that. Complex. Yeah, I can't remember her name exactly, but they are. And I'm not. I I haven't even done that quest yet. But there were a couple quests before that that had elite level mobs that you yeah. had to kill at the end, and. They they're totally just normal normal mobs now. I mean, you could solo the you could solo Aren't that. They even, they're not even silver dragons. No, they're oh. not even like the the silver uh, dragon variety. You can oh. just you know you you go right up to them and they're plain old mobs. And I was like, dang, you know that kind of sucks. It kind of you know kind of removes some of the challenge to it. I remember being all scared. I was like, you know, I'm a rogue. I'm in stealth, and I'm like, okay, I know. Oh, there's like that one, the one huge spider. Oh, in yeah. Stone Talon, mm-hmm. that you uh, yeah. you, know, you have a bounty on. Yeah, I remember that. And that was that used to be an elite mob. Yeah, not, not anymore. anymore huh? It's just a plain old, you know, plain old run in the mill mob. Think it that must you run have been into. an elite because I remember skipping it the first time through there. But recently, when I went through, I took it out real easily. Anyway, I was totally disappointed. Mm-hmm. I was because I was all scared. I was in stealth, and I like I know that it's like lurking around this corner, and I, right. I, I crept around the corner, targeted it, and I was like. Uh, wait a second. <laughs> it's just, you know, regular old mob. It's nothing to be afraid of anymore. And I'm like, shit. You know, same with, like, a couple other quests that I did. It was, like, totally watered down. 
you know they they you know and they I, you know I I understand cuz you know I I am one of those players who who likes to solo quite a bit but yeah. you know I don't think that you should just totally water the game down to the point where you know when you when you group that's how you meet people i mean that like totally removes some of the social aspect of the game and yeah. you know granted while i'm more the explorer player type you know the socializer part of me is like you know part you know that's how you meet people that's how you right. i think i i remember like some of the first times I played World of Warcraft and I, I grouped with people, that's how we started forming guilds. Yeah, because you're like, well, we ought to do this again. You know, yeah, you know, yeah. we ought to, you know, we ought to, you know, group up more often, you know, and that's how you meet friends and, you know, and, and, and that's, that's that part of so- the social aspect of the game, which totally gets removed because of that. Because if I could sit at a con, you know, why, if you're going to play a solo game, then just play a fucking console. All day long. Well, I, I don't know. I kind of like to play these games, and I like to level, like, if I can, like, you know, work through the quest. I like to do that solo or with just one more person, because with any more than that, it gets too hard to keep everybody in sync, you know? Somebody's like, I gotta buy new clothes, or I gotta, I gotta get, I gotta t- train up, you know? And it's like, you're just constantly waiting for people. And so I like right, when, I'm, when, I'm, when I'm going to have like a limited amount of time, like say two hours or something. I like, you know, I'm going to try and get some levels. I like to solo it just because I know that I'm there to get it done, right? But I like the social ex- aspect of being in a guild or something like that, so I can still be chatting with people about what we're all doing, you know, and you know, joking around or whatever. But like for the for the group stuff, you know, I've kind of switched over to where I like to do the instances with groups if we can, you know, all schedule it in this particular game, that being WoW. But I, one of the commenters mentioned that, well, isn't City of Heroes like the ultimate example of a game that makes it really easy to group? I mean, because well, the rewards... Well, yeah, it makes it easy to group, but, you know, the thing is, too, is that you can group the 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 mission scale. Right, like, I mean, there's so... all those incentives. It's like, you get more experience if you group. Right. And as long as a group's not doing the thing I just described, where it's like, oh, I'm gonna go train up, well, mm. I'm gonna go do this. Yeah, it's pretty like... much if you're, you know, yeah, street sweeping in, in, in a particular zone in City of Heroes is all well and good, but, uh, yeah. you know, the real fun is, you know, getting a group together and, and running through a mission, you know, yeah. what, you know, regardless of what kind of mission it is. Right, right. Um, you know, and like I said, the scalability of those missions are... I think they made it pretty much... I wouldn't say it's like a requirement to group in that game, but you just will get so much more done if you group than solo. Yeah, the benefits outweigh the... Yeah. You know, outweigh the... You know, the... You know, the just grinding by yourself in missions. Oh, yeah. You know, and I've done that before. I in tried, and I too, just... And it I just, just doesn't work it, as well. And it's so easy to form a pug in that game, and it's not so devastating as in other MMOs when you have a pug and you try to do an instance you know because all the little missions in City of Heroes are instanced you know they're kind of randomized but when you do a pug in like World of Warcraft for some some like in-game content or something you know it's all scripted and you have to know how to kill the boss and you have to have the right gear and there's all these requirements in City of Heroes it's just something you can do right? you just do it I don't know yeah I just I think that what I think happens is I think the game developers, you know, it's it's like with anything. They they hear they hear the cries of people who, you know, say, "Oh, we need we need more soluble content." But then they totally go overboard. Yeah. You know, it's like with any patch, you know, it's like patch makes a sweeping change to some class's <laughs> skills or something like right. that because we you never know, you've knew got, they'd yeah, use them like that. Exactly, you know, and and <laughs> so it, I don't know, it's like this typical over-response to something that really isn't that big of a deal in my mind. I, I think I think World of Warcraft played fine. Yeah. Like even back when I you know, before I stopped playing, I'd say I'd say about a year ago, you know, there was all of that content was pretty much soloable. Yeah. I, that I, I did. Even I, with the elite mobs I that were there. I kinda like the elite mobs, you know. I thought it was kinda neat to You know, and if I needed help finishing a quest or something like that, you know, I'd call some you know, I'd I'd call in a favor, you know, I'd, yeah, you know, all right, if somebody happened to be in the same area doing, you know, doing the same quest line or whatever, I'd group with them for a while. I don't know about all the servers, but I know on our server, there's never a shortage of anybody out there to help you with those either. You know, it's not like the, the lower levels are totally just 
abandoned. There's so many oh, people. Oh yeah, there's with so many people with stuff. I mean, it's like not like you know your cry for help was unanswered. It's they're there. So yeah, I thought that was a pretty good good post of his too. Yeah, I mean, I just I don't know what the solution is. I just I just think that you know developers need to you know I think they need to rethink the whole soloing versus group thing and and kind of find this better middle ground. You know, because I think they're they're too concentrated on okay. Well, players want to get to the end game content. You yeah, know, that's a right off the bat. You know, and I think that's that's always their mentality. You know, and it's, and it's not necessarily the case because they built in they build in so many different things, like you know the rested XP or the super experience bonus for quests. And... Right, or like in Tabla Rasa, where if you go on like a massive killing spree, like the more you kill and you continually keep killing stuff I think you get like a it, they bumped it up to like a six times holy crap bonus, bonus XP on just mobs Jeez, that you kill you know if you just go on this massive killing spree wow you know you just like shotguns ablazing. you know you're just right. blowing stuff up and you just go crazy yeah I mean they and and the and those players are finding the same problems because then what ends up ends up happening is is that you end up blowing through content, you end up missing content that oh because you've just leveled yeah because you've just leveled so fast you just there's no need to go through some of this content. This just in: violent gamers are more relaxed. What the hell? Yeah, apparently you know how violent video games you know are often. You know, blamed for all the ills of the world. You know. Oh yes, yes. Columbine, Virginia Tech. Everything, everything can be blamed on video games. Before if, video if you games, look hard it was enough. Dungeons and Dragons. Nine Eleven. Before anyway. Dungeons and Dragons, it was comic books, and before comic books, well, it was literature. Oh yeah, yeah. Good old Shakespeare. Pictures. Shakespeare got me all worked up. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, a. A report presented uniform. at the British Psychological Society's annual conference in Dublin actually says that violent video games may in fact lessen the urge to commit violent acts in the real world. <gasps> what the hell? My no world is shattered. freaking way. Uh, yeah, a study conducted by Jane Burnett and colleagues at Middlesex University. <laughs> they have sex in their college name. <laughs> Psychologists have found that games gamers who were they were more likely or to be calm or simply tired after playing rather than itching to go outside and kick someone's head in. That's usually me. Uh, the researchers surveyed 292 male and female online gamers aged in between 12 and 83. Wow. 12 and 83. Hardcore. That's like a huge age gap there, yeah. isn't it? What a sample size. Yeah, I know. And they had them play the massively multiplayer role, online role-playing game World of Warcraft. They were asked to complete a survey about anger, aggression, personality, prior to and following the two-hour session of World of Warcraft, which is only rated T for teen in the U.S. Mm -hmm. and 12 plus in the U.K. And the researchers mm -hmm. found that people were more tranquil after a good bout of Azerothian bloodletting. There are actually higher levels of relaxation before and after playing the game, as opposed to experiencing anger, Burnett said in a statement before adding the caveat, this did very much depend on personality type. So, so apparently, apparently they, had, they hadn't like surveyed enough schizophrenics or um, yeah. you know, multiple personality disorder Why issues. Why didn't they get or... a bunch of like, inpatients at a mental hospital to take this survey? I don't know. Would have been, I mean, why like, why didn't they... On a serious note, why didn't they, like, use a more violent game? What, like Grand Theft Auto, maybe? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. WoW's pretty violent. I mean... Not really. I mean, it's just... It's rated T for teen. Well, you're killing people. I wonder if they'll say the same thing about Age of Conan when it comes out. No, that'll probably have a totally different reaction. <laughs> I like blood now. I like blood. I must chop people's heads off. to the blood god. Uh, soon I will drain them all. Oh, sorry. You know, honestly, I don't know what to make of this study, except that, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, I can, I, you know, I totally see how that is, where, I mean, I have fun when I go out and I gank people, you know, with my rogue and stuff, you know, and I, and honestly, it is kind of a nice little release, especially if I've had a real crazy bad day or whatever, you know, I, 
I like going out and just hunting down people just for the sheer hell of it. Making other people's lives miserable makes me happy in turn. Well, yes. <laughs> but, I mean, no, in all, in all seriousness, though, I mean... But then again, I, who, who, who's to say that... that does, I mean, it was like 292 people. You know? I mean, how how accurate of a study could this really be? You know, I, I don't think it... You know, and plus you don't... Obviously, in, the researcher said it himself, he didn't take into account personality types or anything like that, so... Well, still, though. I mean, I personally can relate to it, like... And I, I mean, like I, I said, personally, I could, too. I think it relieves stress for me to sit down and play a game for a couple hours and have totally different goals than I have in life. Like, my life goals right now are get baby to stay asleep for more than one minute. You know, things oh, like that. I hear you brother. And then when I play this game it's like i have all these new goals like you know i want to get this done i want to get that done and you you know you usually have the time to do it so you feel like you're achieving something and you have some order to your life and you you just play and you're done and you know like i all the problems of the day tend to melt away i play my game it's kind of like a reset button for me you know so I could see that being more the norm than getting incredibly violent and wanting to go kill somebody. Well, I think it is the norm, too. I'm just saying, you know, I I think it would be hilarious. You know, Jim's point. Let's get a whole bunch of mental patients in there. That was Mark. Oh, it was Mark's point? Yeah, let's get a let's get a bunch of mental patients, you know, playing the game for a few hours and see what their response would yeah, be like. Look at the brainwave patterns and see. Yeah, I think that would be kind of that would be an interesting study. Although I don't think they'd ever, they'd ever allow that to happen. We must because then they'd have like a they'd have like a whole floor but of the psych doom, ward going. It'll be Doom Three on, <laughs> kill, a, on kill. a virtual headset with five uh, one audio. That's what I'd do, just to really immerse people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Surround sound so they feel like they're really in the game. Right. Right. Well, I guess we're all in consensus that we agree to disagree. Why are we disagreeing? <laughs> I'm just joking. I don't know what we're disagreeing about. <laughs> just, <laughs> just for the hell of it. We'll, we'll disagree about something. Yeah, uh, okay. And from your weekly RMT news, uh, EQ's Live Gamer uh, opening has been apparently postponed. Oh, so sad. Uh, they really haven't given any details on why uh, there's a delay. Uh, SOE, you know, they SOL. Just... <laughs> SOE is SOL. Uh, well, they are. They were supposed they... to convert over to the live gamer service by March 31st, but uh, obviously that hasn't happened yet, and no new date has been uh, set yet. But they are SOL because the station exchange ceased operation on Thursday. Exactly. So, <laughs> so it's like, wow. So what? anybody who was playing on a station exchange server who, you know, who, you know... Loves their RMT. Loves their RMT isn't able to, you know, purchase their purchase their purchasable items now. Wow, that's pretty weird. Yeah, so, I don't know. This is just going to be... It's going to be one of those interesting things, I think, that they, you know... This is obviously, you know, a, a you know a slap in the face to SOE because Live Gamer probably promised them that they'd have this up and running by the thirty first, and they don't. And this is a huge deal. And Live Gamer is like, you know, this is, EverQuest Two is of course a huge, you know, yeah, IP that you know title. it's like one of their one of their first clients right. that they've had, and so now they're not able to provide this service for them. Uh, Which has really got to piss them off. I wonder if it's quite a bit. Live gamer that dropped the ball, or SOE like understanding their, you know, their web services or whatever their architecture is, or some kind of yeah, some kind of. Some, I don't know. Between, like I said, they've like, been they've problem. been pretty silent yeah. about this, except for the announcement. So they're like a VPN. We were supposed to use a VPN. <laughs> oh crap! That's gonna take three months. <laughs> You know, oh, if it, if it, oh, you want it to be a secure transaction. Oh, 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 we thought you yeah. just wanted it to go through the internet. <laughs> you don't want people to be able you to want see the their credit, credit card info encrypted. No. Damn. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. Hopefully. What do you mean fraud? I don't know. Honestly, yeah. Honestly, I think that this is probably a good thing because you know anything RMT in our minds is kind of. 
yeah, it's just a slap in the face. Although we know it's coming, you know, we know it's going to be there. You know, a lot of games are using the subscription. They're not using the subscription model anymore. They're using the free-to-play. Podcasters lacking our moral conviction have already rang in with their support of it. Yeah, you know, it's it's just going to be one of those Alas. things that you know it's coming. I don't. This is just an, an inevitability that'll happen. But for right now, for right now, we don't have to deal with live yeah. gamer in in EverQuest Two, which is I think probably a good thing for a while. Yeah, a brief reprieve from the perpetual machinations of commerce. And yeah, at least I don't have someone some call progress. Some twelve-year-old buying real epics. meat tacos. Real meat I mean, tacos. Real money transaction. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like real meat tacos. That goes well with table to raisin. I like that. <laughs> table to raisin with real, real, real meat, meat tacos. tacos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, and I think that'll wrap it up for this week's episode. As always, we'd like to encourage our listeners to email us at mail at channelmassive.com. M-A-I-L. <laughs> Not M-A-L-E. M-A-I-L. If you, and if you do happen to mail M-A-L-E, you're going to get a very nasty surprise in your email. Yes, we will <laughs> sign you up for a, <laughs> YouTube, a YouTube cover band, or tribute band, that we've accidentally been, well, we've been well, signed up for. I don't think it was accidentally. And the thing is, once you get signed up to it, you can't get You'll out of it. You'll never get off their mailing list. You'll be one of the many list. bloody Sunday fans and never... So send it to M-A-I-L, please. And uh, we'll be back next week, hopefully with the full crew. Nope. Yeah. Oh, no yeah, full crew next week? It'll be Jimless next week. Jimless in Boston. Jimless in Boston? Jim's working f- away from home next week. Yeah, you're just whoring yourself out for the Boston Red Sox. I know you're going to go to a game while you're out there. I probably Traitor. will. Traitor. Sad, so sad. Anyway, thanks for listening, and we'll see you all next week. Thanks for listening. Channel Massive is an IGL production.